Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Plains on the Prairie podcast. I'm Max. And I'm Sam. And today, uh, our episode is mostly just going to be a conversation about uh, Air Expo 2023. Yeah, we're just going to recap. Uh, Max was there for both days. I was there on Sunday. Really nice show. Yeah, it was great. Um, we're going to go over some of the the aircraft that were on both static and flying display, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, I don't think we really met anyone from the podcast. I did a couple people. Um, some of the people that we talked to, uh, mm-hmm. some veteran pilots. That was really neat. Oh, yeah. Um, a couple aerobatic performers. And yeah, overall, it's just going to be a pretty low key, low key conversation episode. Right. So, yeah, we our kind of goal was to get some contact for videos and interviews for these podcasts and the YouTube channel. So we basically passed out business cards and yeah, yeah. did a lot of networking at an air show, which, you know, if you would have told me that I would be doing that five or six years ago, I would have called you crazy. Right. Well, and to be able to do that at an air show is actually kind of tricky compared to like a fly in or anything, but this air expo, I, I, I mentioned to you, Mentioned it to you while we were there, and I, I've never been to an air show other than Oshkosh, which is kind of more of a fly-in, that you're not able to get up to the planes as easy as, mm-hmm. as you do at Air Expo. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend and I went to the South Dakota, um, or well, I should say Ellsworth Air Force Base air show last year. And, um, you know, you could get up close with a couple of the B-1s and some of the other static aircraft but when it came to the Blue Angels that were performing, the F-22 Raptor demo team, which understandably they don't want mm. a lot of people getting up close to. Um, and then what really intrigued me was um, the P-51 um, that they had in the uh, legacy or heritage flight. That was off limits to the public, right. which, you know, I, I get for safety. But at the same time, it would have been kind of cool to see that one up close. But what I thought was super cool about Air Expo is that and it's always been like this other than if they have like a rare military aircraft fly in or a very special plane um they let you walk right up to it right like we got with we could have touched yeah um zero su2 if we wanted to which is super neat um i can't think of any other air show where they allow that to happen right well it's just the variety of the aircraft is pretty nice too yeah I mean, absolutely sure it's what i know i know the kind of complaint about air expo if there is one is that it's on oshkosh weekend mm-hmm. so it's kind of it did seem like the pilots on sunday wanted to just get out and, and go yeah. which i get but it was a good show it was I mean, yeah. despite that and you know air expo what i was always told growing up because i've been going to air expo since 2003 2004 when mm-hmm. i was a little kid growing up just down the street and originally it was the week before Oshkosh and it was tough because a lot of those pilots were flying in from, you know, Kansas or mm-hmm. North Dakota at that time. I were standing right in front of Dougie and I remember Dougie being there in 2005. And, you know, if you're flying to Minneapolis and then back to North Dakota and then back to Wisconsin, it's that's, tr- that's a lot of time. And, you know, with these aircraft that need to be overhauled every, what, a couple hundred hours, if right. that, yeah, that, that chews up a lot of time. So um, it was cool that they were able to get it to that weekend. I understand why that might be difficult for a lot of air show aircraft that might not have the time to mm-hmm. stop at both. Um, but, you know, with Air Expo being so close to Oshkosh, we do get a handful of, you know, those or, or somewhat late arrivals to the early part of the air show. Right. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> we had a couple come in that weren't scheduled, like the, uh, well, we'll jump right into it. The Spanish yeah, T6. Yeah. I mean, Spanish T6. Really cool. 
that was probably, you know, for like airshow aircraft that have never been to Air Expo, I think that was my my favorite because it's so unique, right. so original, and not to bash any of the other T6s that are at Air Expo or Flying Cloud because I grew up seeing those planes mm. all the time and I love them. But having such a original, authentic aircraft there was just so cool. Right, and you can go up right up. Oh, the, the pilots let everybody go right up to. There's people climbing in yeah. it, and you can see like just the patina on it and the hand hand brushed insignia and markings. Yep, it's really cool. I know. Uh, I'll give a quick shout out to my brother here. He got a huge kick out of uh, how the no step signs on the wings didn't mm-hmm. say no step; they said no PSR. Right, and my brother is a not a quite flu- fluent Spanish speaker, but he he did his time doing it. So right. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, we got to see a couple Mustangs. We had uh, Sierra Sioux, and then um, the Tuskegee Airmen P fifty one C. That was uh, cool. More of a I'm pretty biased to the P fifty one Cs. Yeah, I I agree. And you know, it's that's one of those planes that we've covered here mm-hmm. on the channel, which is pretty neat to say. Like, oh, you know, here's this you know regular visitor, um, especially it's local to Minnesota. Both of those Mustangs right. are, which is really neat. Um, and then I believe. Yeah, we had the two Mustangs, and then what else was there for a fighter presence? We had the Corsair. Corsair, yeah. Which we've also covered in a past video, um, the F4U4 Corsair mm-hmm. um, that was owned by Jerry Beck. And then we had, um, why is it skipping my brain? I think that was. I know on the first day, you had the TBM there. And yep. then um, the SBD Dauntless, which right. we'll cover in a, a second here. I know you, you really like that one. <laughs> um, quite a few observation planes. I actually, I got to go up for a, a flight in the um, the L5, which was a dream come true for me. Even got yeah. to fly it a little bit. So that was... First Warbird flight. First Warbird flight. And I actually, I can officially say, maybe not super loudly, but I can say that I have been a Warbird pilot at some there point you in go. my life. So. Put that one on my resume and smoke it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the, the the urge now to get your license I know. now, right? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's about financials now. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Um, but other than those, I know we had the, speaking of late arrivals, the T-28 Trojan, right. bright yellow one yep. came in um, just before I left for that L-5 flight. Um, and then they dipped out. I think they were just there for fuel. Yep. Really. Yeah, it was a really quick stop. And they did a couple passes and. We had the the rest of this CAF Minnesota wing was there with the um with the BT thirteen that was uh, newly restored that was the twenty one uh, Oshkosh Reserve Grand Champion yeah. so it was a beautiful plane yeah and I know you love those yellow markings yep. on it had to have one yellow wing at least yep. out there at least one yeah and the, the Reserve Grand Champion is basically the runner up to the Grand Champion mm-hmm. and the the uh, the Grand Champion that year was uh, Fagan Fighters. Uh, F6F. F6F. Okay. Awesome. So. I want to see that one in person. Oh, yeah. Too. It was beautiful. Um, and then going on from World War II, I know we had the A1 Sky Raider. Um, Naked Fanny was mm-hmm. there, uh, based out of eastern Iowa. And then a very welcome arrival uh, was the AC-47 Spooky Gunship. That one, I, when I first saw it there, I think in 2017 or 2018, I about lost it i had no idea that there's one of those still flying the markings were immaculate that it just everything about it i absolutely fell in love with and 
Um, actually, throwing it back to uh, my Kansas trip two years ago, mm-hmm. me and my younger cousin saw it and parked in the hangar, getting its engines reworked. That was the last time I saw it until until this past weekend. So that was really neat to see it in two different stages of its, you know, flying time. Right. Well, it's just cool. Always cool to see a C-47 fly, Absolutely. especially when it's a spooky. Yeah. And then the fact that it did a couple of low passes, mm-hmm. that was neat. That was oh, really man. cool. It's a, it is a sleek plane. Mm-hmm. I do love, we're staring at one right now. I, yeah. They're huge up close. Yeah. They are big. And they fly really nice and stable. After I flew, flew in one. 15 years ago it was just in this one or yep, the, Dougie, oh, yep awesome out to minot for the air, at the air force base it's oh cool really cool, cool air show that used to be pretty big around here mm-hmm. yeah and then uh well we also had uh one of the other trainers was the steerman oh yep, the, flown, bush steerman. Yeah, the bush steerman so hopefully some of the wings of the north aircraft are ones we'll get to cover individually absolutely eventually down the road get a couple more trips down to the cities yep yep and then, uh, yeah, the, other than that, there's the A-10s. Yep. We had a couple of active military aircraft fly in, a um, couple of Minnesota, well, I I thought the uh, Minnesota Highway Patrol, their uh, Bell 405, I think is what I it was. I think that's what it was. Um, doing a, a rescue demo. That was really That was really cool. cool. Plus, they were wearing orange flight suits, which is, <laughs> whoo. Oh my gosh! If I get my pilot's license, I'm you're gonna fly around. In I a, will only fly around in an orange in a 172. Suit. You're gonna fly yep. around in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> All right. You never know when you're gonna have to be seen. You know. Right. <laughs> uh, and then at let's see, um, the Blackhawk also from mm-hmm. the Army National Guard at Holloman Field in St. Paul was pretty cool. Um, I believe Second Battalion, 148th Aviation Regiment, um or attached to the uh, 34th Infantry Division of the uh, Minnesota Army National Guard. How I know all that, I have no idea. <laughs> it's it's useful to someone. Though. It's useful to someone listening. Uh, <laughs> and it's probably me because I listen to these podcasts. <laughs> um, and then let's see, we had the C-130 from the 109th Aerial or um, Airlift Squadron from the Minnesota Air Guard. That was pretty cool to see. Never get tired of those no. Minnesota C-130s. They are so cool. Um, a lot of history behind that unit, too, being the oldest um, federally recognized Air National Guard right. in the country. And then the last one was, a, I don't remember the designation. I think it was a C-123. I might be very wrong there. Or C-23 uh, Greyhound. Yep. And that was used by um, Special Operations Command. It had no markings other than um, just... You know, very generic black tail Civilian, number. Civilian, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And you would have no idea no. that that was a special operations plane. So that was pretty cool. Um, But other than that, I, I think, and then the two A-10s that flew A-10, in from yep. uh, Whiteman Air Force Base. Those were pretty cool. Um, For whatever reason, Air Expo has always been getting A-10s for the past couple of years, which I'm not complaining. No one complains about anything. No, no, not at all. Um, But yeah, really cool. Yeah, it was a fun time. And then... Uh, Got to meet a few veterans, a yes. P3 pilot and a A6 pilot. Yep. Um, both guys were, you know, super fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, really interesting stories, especially with the uh the P3 Orion guy. He, I think he was excited for someone because he's I'm I'm sure he gets a bad rap for not being a fighter pilot. Yep, yeah, it's you know, it, it's about I think he was saying that people thought he his plane was from World War II because yeah, it has props. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, that is, you know, but I mean, not to bash 
most people, but you know, that's the air show. It's a consensus. Yep. That's yeah. kind of the people that visit air shows. Um, but I think a couple of my favorite guests were by far at the far left when you walked in the, um, the air force, F four guys, mm-hmm. especially a particular gentleman named Joe, um, who we're hoping fingers crossed. I actually have a family connection to him, which is just crazy that I found <laughs> this out this past weekend, but he uh, actually bagged a, a Northern Vietnamese MiG 21 during the war. Nice. And uh, he was super polite, super fun to talk to um, basically walked me through the entire, you know, event that led up to him getting his kill. Hmm. And, you know, we're shared the similarity that we're both from Iowa in common. So that was pretty cool. Right. And he was one of those guys that I gave the business card to. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we can have him on the podcast here and yeah, it'd be huge for the history nights. Ab- oh my gosh. Absolutely. Um, and then a couple of guys from my old uh, days at volunteering at the Minnesota Ar- or air national guard museum in St. Paul, a gentleman named Kirk, who was an RF four uh, pilot in Vietnam. Hmm. And he has some incredible stories to tell as well. Yeah, it was a really fun time, and you never knew who, know who you're going to uh, run into at these yeah, places. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so many connections to make. Oshkosh was one of those two for me last year, where it was just get three job offers in a matter of a couple <laughs> of days, and you're just learning new things. And that's that's really it's about the connections it more really than the airplanes. Yeah, so. and you know, at the end of the day, I, I know I think I've said it on the podcast. I think we both have, but. You know, we love these airplanes. We love mm-hmm. the history behind them. But at the end of the day, it's the men and women that fly the planes and keep the planes flying that, you know, that that's what this channel is about. That's what we dedicate our, you know, our ho- hobbies and passions to. Like without them, these aircraft would just be sitting in museums or be yep. pop cans and refrigerators. Yeah, there's no story to tell after if there's no one to tell it. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, it was a good time. Um, next week we are planning on starting a new series. Uh, we're going to cover the fighter aces of North Dakota. Yep. So we have a good group of those to cover. Yes, we do. And, you know, we're very fortunate that, uh, the museum has already, someone must've done their research back in the day because, uh, basically, you know, our work is just, you know, reading off of a page. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the specific units and the aircraft that these gentlemen were flying, but. The biographies of these pilots, we owe a lot to the Air Museum. For, right. And they've been up there since pre-2009 when I, I started say, volunteering. Say, yeah, I've talked to a couple guys that were here in the beginning, and they've been here since probably around 2004 or 2005. Yeah, so, I believe that. Yeah, so, cool. so that's exciting. Um, and that's about all we got covered. I'm trying to go to a fly-in. Uh, well, I guess this will be coming out on Monday, but previous Saturday, I suppose. Yeah. So. Yeah. Trying to go to that tomorrow and get some potential coverage, nice. see if there's anything there. I'll be uh I'll be driving up to Hill or uh well going through Hillsboro. And if you've been a long time follower of the channel, you know that we covered the T thirty three in town there. I think we uploaded that video, didn't we? Very early days. Yeah, yes. that might have been. I think that was our first, first road trip. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was kind of yeah. cold that day. It was cold it? and crappy. We were like, all right, we're gonna do one more airplane, and then we're gonna do one more after that. Yep. So, <laughs> Good times. Yeah. But I'll be uh, stopping by. Hopefully, if my friend that I'm riding up with uh, lets me stop. Um, <laughs> and then actually, because uh, will this episode air uh, in August? It'll be the 31st. Uh, right before. So um, I will be going to Colorado 
at the end of the month to hang out with one of my good friends, Thomas, give him a quick shout out. I know he actually listened to the podcast. It's great. Um, and we'll, uh, that entire weekend will be completely dedicated to air museums, aircraft, like he's, he, he could be a third co-host of this show. I know <laughs> she loves it, but looking forward to it. Um, and then if there's any aircraft or any listeners that are in Colorado and you know, you th- have an aircraft or an idea that we should check out while we're out there, leave us a comment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in everybody. We'll uh, catch you next week. We'll start that fighter aces series and we're really excited for that one. That's Absolutely. going to be a multiple week segment. We probably will scatter them if we have anything else come up or if there's anybody who interviews that pop up or anything. But uh, for now, we're just going to plan on producing these aces episodes and going from there. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in and we'll catch you on the next one. Yep. Thanks guys. Bye.